Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! This is a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. The Fun Kids Book Club with Sticker Dollies Unicorn Rescue. Go on a magical adventure with Grace, Lily and Holly who race to rescue a frightened unicorn. Hello and welcome to the Fun Kids Book Club podcast. Today we are going to be chatting to the amazing brand new author Jenny Pearson. Here's what happened when I found out a little bit about her brand new book. Hi, how are you? I am great, thank you. Uh, you, I assume, are doing very well because you've got your brand new debut book out, is that right? I have. It's The Super Reckless Journey of Freddie Yates and I'm very excited that it's finally come out, yes. Oh my goodness, I bet you've been working so hard on this one and uh, I think it's paid off because it's getting very good reviews and was also Warstone's book of the month, is that right? It, I was absolutely thrilled about that. It's a bit different because all the bookshops are closed but it's been absolutely fantastic to see all the online um, reviews and people making a bit of a, a buzz about it so that's been just so lovely to see. Yeah, what is it like? Uh, it's a bit different now at the moment, obviously, with everything closed up. So what's it like being an author in these times of closing bookshops, but a kind of boom in online bookshops? It's very interesting because I am somebody who loves to go into bookshops. I love my local Waterstones. Like, if you go in there, you always get like a friendly face and um, the woman there, Fiona, she always gives me loads and loads of books and great recommendations. So I miss that. I miss seeing um, people and seeing all the actual physical copies of books but there are so many like fantastic people online who give recommendations and I've connected with a lot of really lovely authors um, through Twitter so you don't ever feel like you're on your own and everyone's doing a really good job about you know recommending books that they love as well as sort of promoting their own it's a nice nice atmosphere really oh that's good to know and, and also I mean your book is going to be perfect for kids who are stuck at home right now because it's a really funny, really clever book. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the super miraculous journey of Freddie Yates? I can. Well, Freddie Yates, he has a bit of a tough time after his grams dies and he finds out where his biological father is. So he decides he's going to find, go and find him and speak to him. So he enlists the help of his um, best friends, Charlie and Ben, and they set off on this journey across Wales to find Fred's dad and during their trip all sorts of funny things happen to them but they sort of do these things that end up making them look a little bit like superheroes and there's sort of a chain event of events which makes it look like there's a miracle that's happened um, and they kind of realise at the end what they're looking for um, they already have with them the whole time which is each other and they get up to lots of ridiculous big adventures uh i don't uh -huh. ruin it for the listeners but what is your favorite big ridiculous adventure that uh, the guys get up to i enjoyed the writing the onion eating competition because they run out of money pretty soon on because you know they do what we all do they spend it on food um and they enter a competition where they have to um try and eat an onion the fastest that was quite fun and then when they um were on the boat and they have a bit of an argument and they end up falling in the in the sea 
and they have to um, find a way to dry their clothes and there's a bit of an accident with an oven hob. So those are very fun to write. <laughs> and also, uh, Freddie Love Facts. So uh, what, what kind of facts do you have in the book as well? Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. So we hit off with the first one, which is a fact about teeth. And it's about um, um, which animal has the most teeth and how I always thought it might have been a shark. But actually, the garden snail has over 14,000 teeth which I thought was quite an incredible fact. So, yeah, and there's um, there's facts about all sorts um, in there, about pigs and shrimps and walruses and cigarette smoke, all sorts of things, lots of facts. Because I have to say, this book is right up my street. I love facts and I love funny books. And also, it's been recommended by David Solomons, who is one of my favourite authors as well. Oh, Uh, he's amazing, yeah. Uh, I know, and to, to have... David Solomon's recommend my book because as a teacher I recommend a lot of books and David Solomon's is like always such a hit with the kids so when I yeah when I got that um, lovely quote through for him I was dancing at home about that so yes it was very exciting. It's such a heartwarming book to read and it's also just really fun as well. I've seen some reviews for it already and I know kids are absolutely loving it so I think right now it's perfect to grab this book and you can you can distract yourself from being stuck at home can't you? That well, that's the idea because at the moment we can't go out on our adventures. So you can follow along with Freddie, Ben, and Charlie as they get up to all sorts of mishaps across Wales, and hopefully you can imagine yourself along with them. Every author who comes on Fun Kids has to do my uh-huh. quick fire round of questions. It's a kind of writing oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, books or Kindles? Books. Books, great. Heroes or villains? <gasps> heroes. Yeah, it's got to be heroes. I like the sharp intake of breath there, though. Uh, Film adaptation or TV adaptation? Film. Writing or reading? Oh, writing. Now it's writing. It used to be reading, but now writing. I love it. Can't stop. That's good. A lot of authors do not have that answer. Um, Pear or potato? Oh, potato. Carbs all the way. (laughs) Hogwarts or Narnia? Oh, Hogwarts. Laptop Mm. or write by hand? Laptop. Um, Roald Dahl or Jacqueline Wilson? Roald Dahl. Charlie I do love Jacqueline Wilson. Ooh. Mm. I can't choose between those two. I can't. I have to. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Charlie. Ben. 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 Charlie. Charlie. Ben. Ben. <laughs> Sorry. Ben. <laughs> ben. <laughs> oh, I loved it. That was... A really inner working into your minds there. And uh, next one, bookshop visit or school tour? Oh, school tour. I've got to see the kids. Yeah. Uh, your natural habitat, I guess, in the school tour. Yeah, tours. exactly. Uh, do you write nine to five or do you write when you fancy? Oh, all over the place. All No no set time. Sometimes I don't write for ages and then I have big, so any time the mood takes me. <laughs> Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? <gasps> Paddington. Oh, I do love them both though. That's a tricky one. And finally, the last one, big one, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Cheese and onion. That's a big <gasps> really? argument in my house. Yeah. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I'm on the other side of that fence, but um, <laughs> I'll let you off with it. Okay. So, uh, Jenny, you passed my t- You pretty much passed my test, apart from the crisp question on the whole. Okay. Well. Thank you very much. So, Jenny, would you say uh, your book, which everybody needs to go and grab, is The Super Miraculous Journey of Freddie Yates. And it is out. Is it published on the 30th of April? Is that right? It is. It's coming out in April. You can get it in Waterstones now um, for delivery, but its launch date everywhere else is the 30th of April. So not long. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Jenny. 
Thank you. It's really fun. That's why it's called Fun Kids Radio. I know, right? We, we live up to the name. We like to stick with it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so now Jenny is going to do a little reading from her brand new book for us. Miracles might come in all shapes and sizes, but I'm still not convinced they are small and furry like Lady Gaga. It's funny what people consider to be a miracle. After Dad had his little accident, Graham said, Joe, it's a small miracle you didn't kill yourself. It wasn't a small miracle, though. It was Eileen from the hairdressers, and nothing about Eileen is small or miraculous. If she hadn't been walking her dog, Lady Gaga, at that exact moment, she wouldn't have seen Dad's postman roll down the hill and shouted at him to move out the way. So, as I said, not a miracle, just good timing. Well, good-ish timing. He still broke his leg. Our teacher, Mrs Walker, once said that if she finished the school year without strangling one of us, it would be a miracle. At the end of year six, all my class were still alive. At least I think they were still alive. Dylan Catano disappeared midway through the autumn term, but I heard he went back to Japan. Anyway, my point is that Mrs Walker was wrong. Not strangling one of 6W is not a miracle, even if we were a handful. In the olden times, miracles used to be bigger, although there's no knowing if those miracles actually happened. Once, Charlie, Ben and I tried to share a bag of fish and chips from Marley's. It stretched the very limits of our friendship, and Marley's is known for its big portions. How some bloke called Jesus managed to share three haddock and some whitey slicey with 5,000 people, I do not know. I guess people wanted to believe it happened. Dad says people like a good story, and if it makes them happy, then why let truth get in the way? I suppose that's what happened in Wales this summer. People saw what they wanted to see, and they wanted to see miracles. If you'd asked me at the beginning of July what I thought about that, I'd have told you that the truth is important, that facts are important. Back then, facts were just about my favourite thing. Some people collect Pokemon cards, some people collect stickers. I collected facts. See, once you know a fact, it's yours to keep forever. It can't leave you and no one can take it away. But then, this summer, I saw something truly miraculous, which made me question everything. We're going to be back with more from Jenny Pearson after this. Welcome back to the Fun Kids Book Club podcast. I am delighted that we're speaking to Jenny Pearson right now. And this is a super special bit of goss for you because on the podcast and on the podcast only, we get to find out what author's favourite childhood books were. And Jenny is about to tell us hers. So this is the secret extra bit of an interview we do. It's only allowed for Fun Kids Book Club listeners. Uh, so I'm here Ooh, with the Jenny Pearson. One. It is the special one, you see? This yeah. is the thing. If you get the book club podcast, this is the extra special bit nobody else gets. You know, none of the, the nation gets this in the show normally. Wow. Um, we like to ask authors what their favourite childhood book was. Uh, Jenny, what is yours? Mine is um, Matilda by Raul Dahl. I just love it so much. I, yeah, He is a genius, but this one is my particular favourite. I've got to say, I'm with you on this. Uh, what made you, uh, what, made, what made Matilda like really speak to you? What was the reason that that was the Roald Dahl book that you picked? Oh, do you know what? I think it's about like this little girl who um, is battling against these awful adults and she goes to a library and it's she kind of gets her powers. And it's that feeling as a kid of feeling 
powerless but actually you can do something and I can remember just being absolutely swept away by this book and then spending and I'm sure everyone did spending hours afterwards like glaring at things trying to move them like you know a pencil or you know a tv remote or your your little sister like I would just be convinced (laughs) that I could do it and I think that's just such amazing writing that Roald Dahl was able to make me believe that I I could maybe do that I could maybe be like Matilda so yeah it just completely and completely bought into it I was going to ask you whether you tried to make things move with your eyes because I definitely did as well. I was in that boat. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? It's, you know, it would be such a brilliant thing to be able to do. I think it was such a clever thing. And, you know, I would love to be able to do it now even. So, Matilda, did that uh, did the character or did the book itself influence your writing in any way, do you reckon? I suppose that I've always... Um, so Matilda's situation is, you know, it's quite a sad one, isn't it? You know, she's got these horrible parents who don't believe in her. And um, Raoul does, he sort of covers that subject with humour. And, you know, it could be a really depressing read about this little girl who's sort of being neglected, essentially. And Raoul does it so brilliantly, as he does with all his books, this sort of essence of humour. And I think that's what made me want to write funny, is touching on sort of subjects that, don't necessarily seem to be funny but you can find ways to include humor in them because that's what life is like isn't it it's not always easy but we can still laugh I think that is absolutely spot on I think it's what Roald Dahl did uh, did perfectly um yeah. and a great a great lesson to take from his writing in your own writing as well yeah absolutely what would Roald do <laughs> yeah, <he's>, <laughs> yeah so yeah I, I hope you know I hopeful I hope that it influences me but you know you can't really pitch yourself against the great Ralph Dahl to, but yes I like to think that I've taken something from that it's worth to aim that high though why not you might as well <laughs> uh, Jenny thank you so much for telling us about your favorite book and uh oh, I've got to say you. if you've not, not read Matilda yet everybody should go and read it right everybody should yeah and then go and glare at stuff and people think that you've gone slightly crazy but it, you never know you might be that child who can Uh, thanks Jenny (laughs) our brilliant stuff thank you so much to Jenny Pearson for dropping us a line and chatting to us about her brand new book we'll be back super duper soon on the Fun Kids Book Club podcast remember to rate review and subscribe and go and read an awesome book see ya the Fun Kids Book Club with Sticker Dollies Unicorn Rescue go on a magical adventure with Grace Lily and Holly who race to rescue a frightened unicorn (laughs) So that was a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading!